This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio, sort of. Didn't have three of the cookies? All right, welcome on a Thursday morning from the Mohegan Sun Golf Club. The warm-up. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. This portion is sponsored by CC's, and we had a tear-it-up night last night here at Mohegan Sun, me and Eddie, which was awesome, by the way. Yeah, we were in bed by 8 o'clock. Not together. We separately. <laughs> no, no, not together. We had a very early man's dinner. It was early. Turns out you don't need reservations at places when you go at uh, 4.30. Well, you learned that on Valentine's Yes, Day. I did learn that on Valentine's <laughs> Today. <laughs> anyway, while there were no games last night, the ESPYs last night, that was kind of interesting. You also had uh, another Mayweather-McGregor press conference, which was uh, in Toronto this time. And just when you think you can't get anything new, and we'll play the clips throughout the morning, you get new stuff again from McGregor. Yeah, I actually liked his, his challenge uh, from Mayweather was put the, your entire winnings on the line. Let's not split the purse. Whoever wins, like a winner take all. And McGregor said, give me the contract. So is that happening, Jerry? I don't think that's going to happen. That's Why not? not? Because that's not what they agreed to. That's what the people want. Well, Would you... I don't think the people care about the money. People don't care. Yeah, they do. I don't think if they it was do. winner take all, that mean that's like something. This thing has tremendous amount of interest already. How much more are you going to get? Honestly, I would like like. Would you watch a? Would you rather watch a Jet Patriots game when it was winner take all? Like Jets don't get paid. Yeah, it's called pay. the Super Bowl. Well, no, I mean like a regular thing. Winner take what though? Winner like, takes all the money. Like there's a purse for the. For this week's Sunday's game. Well, that well, that wasn't that the whole idea of the XFL. Yes, the more yes, they right. won, the you more won, they got paid. One more. It things. is a great idea in theory. I mean, you have Richard Sherman basically telling ESPN last night, "We need to miss games and not play because we need a better, uh, better deal, a better CBA that helps us long term, like the MLB guys and the NBA guys." And you want them to play winner take yes, all? Yes, winner take all. No Jerry. chance. I, I mean, in a fantasy world, yeah, it'd be great. I what about they, all the guys that say they would play for free? Now you give them a chance there. Exactly. No one's playing for free. I think anymore. they do it in pro wrestling sometimes, Jerry. I do think there's play matches. for free. No, no, I do oh. think there's matches where winner takes all. I suppose. Although those may be staged, so <laughs> they may be. <laughs> the next stop is in Brooklyn. Yeah, today. They'll watch tonight. Yes, and we have tickets, by the way, at uh, around eight thirty-five. And, I, on the and I thought Craig and Boomer did a great job yesterday giving away tickets, and we have more today. We do have more today, and it's uh, the whole thing is a show. There was the one piece, and we'll play it later from yesterday, where I guess Mayweather brought again. He had his backpack with him. Yeah, his his whole thing is his backpack. He likes his backpack. Uh, I mean, he keeps his money in his backpack. Uh, I don't know. McGregor shows up in a suit every day. He looks good. And Mayweather shows up in some sort of warm-up. Well, remember, he's got the FU suit. 
Right. Well, he didn't wear that yesterday. He wore an act regular suit. I'm not so sure. Oh. Did you zoom up? I did not zoom. <laughs> so how do you know? No zooming. Right. So he had the backpack, and I guess there was a book in the backpack, and McGregor starts mocking him for having books. He's like, but you can't read. <laughs> so the whole thing went to new levels yesterday. I can't wait to see what happens in Brooklyn tonight. It should be fun. So it's Brooklyn and one other stop, right? London, I believe. Yes. And I think that's it. Right? right until we get to the final week or maybe whatever the way, maybe the way in in Vegas so uh should be fun. And then Jerry uh, uh running back D'Angelo Williams uh he he wrestles now partially with uh, WWE. D'Angelo Williams wrestles. He does some wrestling. Okay. I guess you know special events sort of things. Uh but he's uh he's uh, wanting to play football still. Right. But Why he, not? He has crossed off a few teams from his uh, list. I re- by the way, I respect this a great you deal. You do. I do very much. He has told four teams essentially that uh, he's not interested in signing with them. Right. And he has various reasons for all of them. One the Panthers he didn't like the way they did him in. Right. He said he was fired. He didn't like the way it happened. So they're out. Fair. Love it. He says the Cleveland Browns are essentially a loser franchise, and he's heard they've had championships, but it was before there was a thing called the Super Bowl, so he's not doesn't really buy into that. Well, and they've also won four games in the last 15 years. Yeah, so th- he's not interested in that. Then the Jaguars, he said the only good thing about the Jaguars is they have a pool at their stadium. Okay, so not they're interested. out. They're out. He doesn't want to play for Tom Coughlin? Does not want to play for Coughlin. Got it. And then this one, Jerry. This is what I respect. I wonder if it bothers you. No, I respect the hell out of it. You're a longtime Cowboys fan. He's not interested in playing for the Cowboys. Why is that? Well, he says he was a Niner fan. Yeah, he grew up. up. Yeah, he grew up a Niners fan. But that wasn't like if he left it at that. Hey, I grew up a Niner fan. I don't want to play for the Cowboys. That would be different. But he said uh, the Cowboys don't show up in the playoffs. He said they all they do is win, except they forget to show up in the playoffs. Yeah. That's fine. I, but I I do believe, let's be honest, I think it goes back to his being a 49er fan. And he's got hatred for the organization. That's fine. You think he really cares about them losing in the playoffs? I mean, where is he going to sign? He also said the Cowboy fans are. He didn't use this word, douchey. That's what he meant. He was saying, like, so you're reading between the they're lines. They're like super annoying during the season when they're winning. By the then way, they don't show what up fan base isn't? Well, some are more than others. Nah, like, I if you go out to that. sports bars on a Sunday and there's like a group of uh, Steeler fans, mm-hmm. they're annoying. Cowboy fans. They're all annoying. They're Packer all fans. annoying. Well, I think Packer fans are actually pretty good. You go to Green Bay, I've heard it's the most, and Boomer will tell you, the most polite fans you'll ever see. I've never been there. All I don't know. But most, I mean, you go to Philadelphia, tough. <laughs> Not easy. Right. Especially if you're an opposing fan. God forbid you wear the other jersey. As I've told you many times, I got stuff thrown at me one time when I was 13 years old. Uh, by uh, uh, Eagles Yes, and that's fine. You yes, wore I, a I'm not going to say jersey. I should. I wore a cowboy hat. You wore oh, a Tony Dorsett. With a ski jacket. A I was, ski coat. I tried to be very... And it was the game, I probably wouldn't remember this, Babe Laffenberg. Oh, I remember. Oh, you do? The Babe Laffenberg oh, game? You don't remember a damn I thing I remember about he it. came off the bench through some bombs. No, he started, actually. Oh, he started that one. Yes. <laughs> he did not come off the bench. That was the Thanksgiving game, right? No, that was uh, the Week 16 right. game. If the Cowboys won, they made the playoffs. If they didn't, they were out, and they got destroyed. Oh. So, yeah, you really remember that good. Hmm. Not so much. And Jerry. And by the way, hold on. <laughs> Why do the Cowboys want D'Angelo Williams? That's I don't know. Ezekiel Elliott, Darren McVay. Yeah, we really need this guy. Good point, Jerry. How about this? Fair He's point. scratching off a team off the list doesn't want him. Right. There should be teams that come out now like 
the Steelers or something. Or we're not interested in you. Right. It'd be great if the Jets did it. Right. <laughs> Jets. We're turning <laughs> you down. Be awesome. Yeah. So I mean, we have no interest in you. By the way, when he was when he was picking loser franchises, he didn't want to join. He did not mention the Jets. He did not mention the Jets. Uh, New York. Great if the Jets had a press conference. <laughs> At least you want to make it clear that we have no interest. Just, in just release a statement. Yeah. That's He's it. He's a loser running back. Before he badmouths us, right. we right. are going to badmouth. You get ahead of it. <laughs> Because you know they're coming next. Yes. And by the way, the thing with the Cowboys, too, the Cowboys were valued as the most uh, the most expensive or richest valuable. or valuable team in all of sports. Which bl- Think about what Jerry Jones spent for that stupid team back in 1980, whatever How it was. Much? Uh, what was it, 20 million? I don't even know the Something. number, but it was small now compared to $4.2 billion. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. But in fairness, I just saw something about the Knicks being like one of the Three most valuable. Up. They were sixth. NBA franchise. But again, doesn't the garden have a whole lot yes. to do about that, right? Because you get the building, too. Yep. So that's kind of, I, I don't know. And Jerry, I know you're not Adrian Wojnarowski. Adrian Wojnarowski. Right. But this uh, Knicks-Rockets thing, very, yesterday, very yesterday I read the quote, it said this, Jerry, the deal is on the two-yard line. What does that mean? That it's happening? It's close to happening. Oh, close to happening. But you don't have anything to announce right now. Or they're waiting for Tony Dorsett to get the ball the other way. I have have nothing. Matter of fact, there was zero details. Uh, That report came out yesterday around 10 a.m., and then the two-yard line thing was about 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Since then, there's really been nothing new, which tells you it's really complicated to have a three- or four-team trade. A three way. Because way, of the money. Yeah. You got to get an extra player in there who makes over 20 million bucks. Well, and I also read, too, the last time uh, a trade like this was done was like four years ago. Like, it just doesn't happen very often. And how about this? Phil Jackson was a disaster, so we know that, right? I'm putting that out there. But how about if you're Phil Jackson? All you were trying to do is get younger and get rid of Carmelo Anthony. I'm not waving my no trade clause. Phil, you're fired. All right, I'll wave the no trade clause. <laughs> and now he's willing to go to Houston or Cleveland, which I guess he probably would have done anyway. But uh, I think that's kind of funny as he put his feet up and takes the picture. Melo should do what D'Angelo Williams did. Just come out and uh, start rattling off teams he's not. I think he to. did. Oh, Everybody he did except for the Rockets and the Cavaliers. Oh, just And the Knicks, two. of course. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, this portion sponsored by CC's. Now at CC's, bring the party home with three medium, one-topping pizzas to go for just four bucks each at participating locations for a limited time. Purchase minimum of three pizzas. A lot more to do, including Boomer and Carton at the top from the Mohegan yeah. Sun Golf Club. Yeah, yeah. Next on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. All right, welcome back. A couple more minutes to the top. This portion sponsored by GilletteOnDemand.com. Nixon Rockets, as we mentioned, discussing a multi-year, uh, multi-team deal that would send Carmelo, uh, Carmelo Anthony to Houston. We'll see if that gets done. No baseball again tonight. That will resume tomorrow. Yankees and Red Sox will play the first of four at Fenway Park. And Richard Sherman of the Seahawks telling ESPN last night, players need to be ready to strike and miss games if they want a better CBA going forward. This portion sponsored by GilletteOnDemand.com. 40 million Americans wake up to a Gillette shave. Gillette's working to bring you America's number one shave for less. Go to GilletteOnDemand.com and get every fourth order free. Hey, Al, real quick before we uh, move on here. Did you see the uh, Peyton Manning monologue last night from the ESPYs at all? I did. I thought he was very smooth. Well, he's, he's Peyton Manning. He's yeah, very smooth. He seems like a, a seasoned guy on a stage, like a uh, like a comedian, like a professional comedian. Right. Well, he's done press conferences with hundreds of people. Yeah, but so he was not like that big a deal. setting up jokes, being hilarious. They were written for him. 
But he still had to like re, uh, uh, he was great. Memorized the he was fantastic. Oh, he was, he was reading from a teleprompter. Oh, I see. Now, did you, you did you catch the Kevin Durant one yet or not? Uh, I saw Kevin Durant was upset with him. So the joke was essentially something along the lines of uh, you know my kids' gymnastics team. No, was no, looking, the United States women's no, Olympics. No, no, team. Oh, it was the Olympic team. The most Whatever. dominant Olympics team of all time. Right. They won more medals than anyone else. And the joke was, they're so dominant, Kevin Durant wants right. to play for them next year. And then he said, uh, though he wouldn't crack the starting lineup, and then asked Russell Westbrook what he thought, right. and the glare was oh. just... He never cracked a smile and just stared at him the whole time. Yeah, but I think that's part of the joke. That's what makes it so funny. Stay woke. So he was I in didn't on the say joke. Bad. I just thought it was. I'm sure that Peyton Manning went over this thing a thousand different times with his obsessive behavior to get it right. And I would not be surprised if he didn't say something to Kevin Durant behind, you know, the curtain. Take a shot at you. Hey, I'm going to take a little shot at you. So when I come your way, you know, look stone faced or something. That's how Peyton Manning would control. Or a smile. You made thirty million dollars last year. You moron. And then we talk about it the next day. Yes, exactly. exactly. Oh, I can't believe you made fun of me. You made thirty million dollars. Get over it. I thought the I thought the the whole thing about the ESPYS last night was how Odell Beckham Jr. was dressed. I did not see that. He had a uh, a white with red piping, um, yeah. kind of like a, like a sweatsuit. It looked like a sweatsuit, but he came out in shorts with white shoes. You know, he's a fashion forward type of guy. He gets dressed yeah. like a guy that just lost his vision. <laughs> no, he does. He <laughs> listen. He can pull it off. No matter what he wears, he can pull it off. But last night, it was pretty funny. He wore a white, um, what do you call it, a I jumper? Guess a, a velour it, suit? It, it, no, it wasn't a velour Jerry's suit. Jerry's in the clothing business. That's oh. Jerry. Yeah, Jerry, what are you? You were um, uh, members only, right? Yeah, yeah, my dad was. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> so it's like a tuxedo, a short pants tuxedo. Yeah. But it was white with red piping. It looked like he had the giant colors on. Yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you idiots! One of those game worn by Eli. Oh, this and then, be a uh, great show. Poor Mark Sanchez had to take a shot. Uh, he did. Yeah, guy sitting in Chicago relaxing his, as his third stringer. His joke was Phil Jackson's Knicks are the most embarrassing thing to happen to New York sports, and that includes the time Mark Sanchez ran full steam up his teammate's anus and fumbled the football. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> so he said anus three times on ESPN. Oh. And he looked at Danica Patrick while I did it. What? Yeah. What? Whoa. Okay. <laughs>